Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome on back to another episode of Look at Glass Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. I'm Rebel. Tried to use my southern influence there. Dare. Instead of saying, hey, dare, I think you just say dare, bear. I think you would make a terrible southern person. That's the most hateful thing you've ever said, and I'm about to walk away from this. Really? That's what you've always wanted to be? Which, which part of the south? Southeast. Well, I feel like you get a pick since you'd be the one moving there. West Texas. That's in the south. Okay. Well, I don't think you sounded West Texas there at all. Uh, too, spoke too fast? I sound more yeah. like Mississippi. <laughs> you sound too intelligent. Because I, I, I'll avoid the southeast. You sounded too intelligent. <laughs> JK, everybody. I, I would I'd avoid the southeast. but uh, Yeah, you really hate East Texas. Is it because of Scotty? No, no, no. I love all of Texas, but the Southeast. Basically, too Lu- many Mexicans. I don't think there's a lot of them down there, is there? In the South of Texas? No, I love all of Texas. I'm talking about the Southeast of the United States. Oh, Alabama, too Georgia, many Mississippi. Cubans. Yeah, you know how I get around the Cubans. They make the best sandwich at Jimmy John's. The Cubano. If you are a fan of Jimmy John's and you're nor- with your normal, you know, turkey clubs. Very authentic. Good, Very authentic. Because they have the avocado and stuff. It's not as authentic as the real cu- Cuban sandwiches, which I think usually have like pulled pork on them as the ham, as the pork part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jimmy don't John's know. is Cubano, baby. Well, it's got pickles. The pickles are what do it. I mean, it's pickles, bacon. You got to get a little bit of that, that twang from the pickle. Sometimes sandwiches just need a little vinegar on there. You get that from the pickles. But no, what I'm saying is I have nothing against the Southeast people. It's the region as far as it's always really muggy. True, I, don't, I think. I don't think they grow big deers down there. Oh, I think there's some big ones. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do either. And I don't think the duck hunting is all that phenomenal. I mean, it's probably okay, but it's not like the ducks that we're going after. I think there's a lot of ring necks. I imagine there's some pockets of good duck hunting. In Mississippi, I'm sure, down the Delta. But, yeah, it's just, it's not a place. They're great duck shooters. Imagine the United States, okay? Hmm, trying to picture it. Got it. Okay. Are you leaving out Hawaii and Alaska for this conversation? Basically, uh, yes. Okay. Because I would live in Alaska. That seems wonderful. Absolutely. But, so, like, the Northeast, I'm out. A. The Northwest, I'm out. The fuck you talking about? The Southeast. Oh, we're on the wrong side. The Southeast and the Southwest, I'm out. So basically, there's just a big, big poop shoot right up the middle. Places that I'd like to live. So you're not putting Texas in the Southwest? No. 
you're cutting that you're just using california no because i'm just going straight up arizona i could live or new mexico from what's your southwest look like uh arizona new mexico nevada california california or is that just west that's yeah that i'm gonna call it southwest i'm not gonna call so if you were telling someone to go to california you'd say go southwest young man or would you say go west young man good point Depending, well, if you were Northern California is pretty high, literally and figuratively, big trees, yeah, the giant red oaks, <laughs> the giant red oak forests of Northern California. It's beautiful, I hear this time of year, but no, I from like El Paso straight north and East Texas straight north, like Tyler, all the way to Minnesota. I could live through there, I think, but the the rest of the United States, I don't know, I'm just kind of out not that it's not beautiful it's just not where i want to be i'm a midwestern kid right here is there any part of minnesota that sits over texas i have no idea man (laughs) i'm pretty sure i have an idea you think it's got to does it i mean minnesota sits over iowa yeah and iowa sits sits over missouri yeah and sits over arkansas which sits over louisiana yeah, I'm out on Louisiana in Arkansas. Maybe there's a part without a map, it is hard to tell. Maybe there's a little, I mean, but we're talking it'd have to be a sliver of Texas if it falls under Minnesota. Because that line, if I remember right, uh, runs pretty straight up and down from western Louisiana to western Minnesota. Let me simplify this a little bit more. I mean, it's certainly not straight, but you know what I mean? There's just a few little nooks and noogies. I think I could live in Missouri and Texas. You're down to two. <laughs> and. Parts of Iowa. It's beautiful. So when I said you would make a poor Southern man, you only took that as Texas. I was strictly going from that accent, unless it got better. I mean, maybe that would fit in in West Texas, but I was just picturing that in Alabama, and they're going to be like, what is this poser (laughs) doing here? And then they're going to be like, get them, boys. Well, because down there, they're not howdy, y'all. They're they're the bird there, man. Get them Tyler jeans off them. (laughs) <laughs> what we gonna do with the mouse? You know what we gonna do, dude. We say maybe we did with the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we were painting a picture of the southeast. Okay, well, that was your geography lesson for the day. How are you today, Reb? <laughs> I bet their heads are spinning. <laughs> People are looking at a map going, what? No. No. Hang on. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, my day is going fine, bud. How's yours? Not too bad. 17 degrees. Boy, it was beautiful out this morning, except it was so foggy. Or whatever you would call that. It was I, fog ice. A freezing fog. Ice fog. It's one of those where like, you look out. Well, you can't see past the hood of your pickup. It was the mist. Yeah. And you at, it's 17 degrees. Everything is in a sheet of crystals and uh, frost. And you just expect a Yeti at any time. That An abominable terrifying. snowman. They're, are they bigger than the, the Bigfoot? They about have to be, right? Well, simply because their fur would have to be thicker. So you think they're just thicker? They're not taller? Well, they're thick boys. Because when I think of an abominable snow, snowman, I'm thinking 9, 10 feet tall. Yeah. Sasquatch, I'm thinking 8. Okay, I don't know that the abominable snowman's 10 foot tall. Um, well, he'd, about, he'd have to be to cascade over those big boulders on the mountains and go from we don't even have mountains here anymore no they're gone we got rid of those yeah but but the abominable snowman he lives in like nepal and no 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 
the one that lives here. The one I thought could pop out at any minute when I couldn't see past my pickup because it just looked so frosty. So does he migrate? Yeah, he's a bit of a traveler. I was going to say you have to. He's got one of those old disc mans. Because <laughs> he can't move too fast because it'll skip. Exactly, yeah. Even if you hit the anti-skip button or it had anti-skip technology, what a joke. Yeah, I used to try to jog with one whenever they came out. Yeah, with the up, I mean, with the newest and best bit, anti-skip technology. I'd have to like hold it like a fragile pizza when I was running. It didn't work when I was a thick boy. You know, back when they were selling pet rocks and, well, that was a little before Discman's, I guess. Yeah, that would stupid been- inventions of the 90s. If they just would have made a little dumbass discman cradle almost like what the little sacks you put your babies on so you look like a camel or a kangaroo mm-hmm. p- packing around those pouches you know a camel what was the hump oh if you put them on the back it looks like so you i don't hump. think camels are marsupials but most of them wear them in the front so they can see the baby yeah that way they don't forget about the baby and they go sit on a roller coaster and then there's a baby between them and the back seat and they're like why gosh why in the hell what is this the most uncomfortable seat it's like what the Oh, no, it's a baby. Oh, I smooshed the baby. Anyway, if you'd have made a little carrier that had, like, little springs on it. Oh, yeah. So you could is... run, it, sit, it made you look like a real dumbass because it sat, like, right about your belly. And as you ran, it just floated gently. I don't know if that would Boy, that would have been dorky. Yeah, real dorky. But if you pair that with the state-of-the-art anti-skip technology we had in the 90s. It's been so tricky because you remember. I and mean, early 2000s. Remember fanny packs. It would have been kind of like a fanny pack, only it would have been on a complete suspension system. They tried to bring fanny packs back. I think they did in certain areas. Are they big? Mostly amongst older people and uh, tourists. Mm. They are practical. It's just a shame people that go to... They are practical. People that go to like other countries around the world, tourists, you know, ones that really well-traveled people... In my mind, at least, a lot of them have fanny packs on because of the practicality you're speaking of. Yeah. But it's a shame that's our represent. Those are our representatives of the U.S. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone from the U.S. Uh, we're, uh, we're fanny packo. <laughs> and then they come visit here and like, where's all the fanny packo? Because <laughs> they have their fanny pack on. And we're like, oh, dork, tourist, <laughs> go home, get back to your country. You know, we can't say that. No, that was all in quotes. Oh, okay. That's what that people wasn't, would be. That wasn't you. That was, that was certainly not me. It's we, clearly somebody from the South. I could hear it. We don't get a, a big range of international tourism in, in our county. Not a lot. We don't have an Eiffel Tower here. You get a few passerbys. There's been a few Eiffel Towers ran here. <laughs> But so, not exactly one for the for the tourists to see. Oh, uh, speaking of well-traveled people, I wanted to give a quick shout-out. Our good buddy, Derpy Dave Luna, is traveling today. Oh, no, where? He is heading to the Dominican Republic, and he is well-traveled. You know, he gets out of the country quite a bit. Last I knew, he went to Mexico, and then he wandered off the beaten path, and people had to go rescue him because they were almost certain he was never going to make it back. Yeah, that was a really... I kind of jumped his ass on that. He ended up in downtown Cancun, basically by himself, and they were searching alleyways for him. Yeah. Bad. You don't get off the resort. No. No 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 no, no. no, 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 no. But no, he's heading to uh, down to the DR. I hope he doesn't get off the resort there because that's not... Yeah, any, any of those places, stay on the resort, man. They have, a, they have an understanding. 
There's a gentleman's handshake down there. The Dominican is Haiti. There's just an imaginary line drawn there. So you got to you got to be kind of careful. Shout out to all our Haitian fans. Uh, Luna gets back right before bro Christmas. Yeah. I'll bet he can't even wear a shirt by the time he you gets think back. He'll be too burned. Oh, have, he's got the fairest skin. Yeah, it's pretty fair. I mean, sure, they do make sunscreen now. I know, but he doesn't own a pair of shorts, so I don't know how he's going to do that. So his legs will be good. <laughs> yeah, they should be fine. I imagine he's probably going to be sitting on the beach in a pair of cowboy boots and jeans, no shirt. His wife is going to be so embarrassed. In one of those enormous Can straw hats. Can we just hats. cut part of your jeans up? Yeah, I'll go, George. I'll go, George. Uh, yeah. For you, baby, I'll go, George. Uh, dude, dude, I'll go, George. <laughs> No. We better get these guys some music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how long have we been doing this? Been a minute. Been a minute. This week on Red Dirt Recommendation. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good stretch. Fresh release. Uh, hot off the Patreon wire, Hunter Windley set in Cellophane by Corey Smith. Where me and the boys would go to get loaded and hide out from the law. It was just a weekend thing. A little help for the alcohol, it was no big deal. It was just a weekend thing. Sleep it off on the don't get behind the wheel, break it out. I want to taste what you got in that cellophane. And Hunter, bud, that's great. You nailed it. Was great. Was great. Brad played it for me before the show started. Nice pick. Nice pick. Hunter. That was the acoustic version I listened to, so I feel like. That's the one I downloaded. I feel like the acoustic version is the one to go with. Yep, I agree. Beautiful. Well, this week for my Red Dirt recommendation, I'm going to put a little pep in your step. This is not the original artist, but uh, this might be my favorite version. I don't know. I'm going with Walk of Life by Shooter Jennings. Here comes Johnny singing, I got a woman down in the tunnel trying to make it pay. He got the action, he got the motion. Yeah, the boy can play. Dedication, devotion, turning on the night time. Great song. Yeah. Dire Straits version. Here comes Johnny. Singing oldies goldies. Be Babaloo, baby, is what I say. What I say. And also off the Patreon wire, we'll do a couple of them. Daniel Solinger. Actually, this was uh, sent via Instagram Messenger, I believe. Daniel Solinger, the biggin. He actually just sent me a Snapchat. The biggin. He sent to me uh, Up in Smoke by Brennan Edwards. He brought light lay over me And your voice came shining through I'll be coming home today I just called to tell you so There's only so much I can take And our love went up in smoke 
place that I left behind so long ago and how it lingered in my mind why did I leave I just don't know I don't think we've done that before and it's also a beautiful song is that a rebel song or a Logan song pretty rebelish man pretty rebelish I'm sad. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Hunter. Is it like that? Thank you, Logan. The real grindy song. I'm so sad. (laughs) Never can be glad. That's kind of how your music goes. This is deep. Wow. (laughs) Now I'm getting mad. Holy shit. Whoa. (laughs) Download this guy's whole album. Every song's about like that. Yeah. All right, and that wraps up this portion of Red Dirt Recommendations and the free portion. So remember, guys, if you want to check us out on the other side where we'll have a couple hours of un... uh, Well, where we can cuss a little bit. Have a little more fun on the other side. We are true selves. Away from the kitty's ears. Yes. Protect the old kitty's ears. So if you have children in the car, now's the time to... uh, Kick them out. Kick them out of the car. Absolutely. (laughs) Find a truck stop. Say, sorry, I'll be back to get you. Want to listen to the boys. Them boys. I'm the boy. You are the boy. Uh, Anyway, go to Patreon, download the app, find Looking Glass Podcast. It'll tell you what to do. You'll figure it out. Come ride with us. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy, you're a fine girl. But he
when the bars close down Brandy walks through a silent town And loves a man who's not around She still can hear him say She hears him say, Brandy, you're a fine girl, fine 